What's up, guys? Today on the podcast, we had a chat with Adam Lewis and Emma Lynch, the co-founders of BBD Boom, uh, based in the UK. These guys have a really interesting take on the, the HubSpot product as well as implementing HubSpot for their customers. We really dig into the importance of having video on the website to explain the positioning of the business to potential customers. We also dig into having a, a kind of long form interview of a case study on their website with one of their customers um, and how you know the the title of that case study can really drive a lot of traffic in this case it was how to build a million pound uh, revenue machine um, which will obviously uh, interest a lot of people um, but it was a great chat with people who, two people who really understand what HubSpot is all about and also how to get the most out of HubSpot which is always the most important thing when you're making a software uh, purchase decision so without further ado I'll kick it over to the guys Welcome to the DubSpot Partner Podcast, where we chat to HubSpot partners about how they deliver outstanding value to their customers in an evolving technology landscape. And now live from HubSpot EMEA HQ in Dublin, here's your host, Luke Curry. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the DubSpot Partner Podcast, not live from the Dublin HQ uh, of HubSpot, like our intro says, uh, but from my box room until we go back to the office. But the good news is that we are going back really soon, hopefully this this month uh, in September 2021 when this is being recorded. I've got, uh, my, I've got my guests here, Adam Lewis and Emma Lynch of BBD Boom. How are you guys doing? Getting on? Yeah, great. Thank you. Good to be here. Hey, guys. You guys are uh, you guys are very welcome. Before we get get cracking, what's uh, BBD do a uh, boom stand for? The BBD part. Um, it's a historical thing, really, where we um, it actually stands for Bright Blue Day, which we thought would make everybody smile, <laughs> um, but it got condensed down to BBD, and then the boom is all to do with growth, okay. not done higher. <laughs> yeah, I like it, and so, um, so Emma, what what's the what's the story with the uh, with the business? How would you describe the business to somebody who hasn't come across uh, you guys before? Uh, what do you guys do? What are you all about? Um, we're we're a um, we're a diamond partner. Um, we're a full service HubSpot agency. We all we do is HubSpot. We don't do any other platforms. Um, and yeah, we just invest heavily in growing our HubSpot knowledge. It's it's something very interesting. When I went to the the website, I realized that you guys, you know, the in this form anyway, had only been uh, around since two thousand seventeen. How did you guys kind of get together on that? And uh, I know you guys are kind of co-founders on that. How did that kind of come about? Well, yeah, it's very interesting, really, because Emma and I used to work together, and and between us, we've we've got decades of experience of working in agencies, mainly B two B tech, and um, we were just kind of thinking, you know, what where are we going next with our careers? Um, it was a bit of a coincidence because I took myself off to the inbound conference about six years ago, nice. and I'd heard about it, and I walked in, and I just could not believe this i mean I, I was just blown away by the energy and the you know the dynamism everything that the inbound community had and i came back and i was chatting to emma and it turned out emma had sort of completely off her own back been looking at hubspot and we basically got together and said why don't we set up our own hubspot agency <laughs> and it was like the most 
you know, unlikely thing that Emma and I could possibly have done because, you know, we, you know, we just had this idea and we just did it basically. Um, and, you know, we've never looked back. That's fabulous. And yeah, got- day what? Sorry. Sorry. Day one, we literally sat there looking at each other saying, what do we do now? <laughs> it's such I, I love that uh i love that area of people's businesses when they first start i i'm always very interested in, okay what is what does day one look like is it sharpening the pencils is it uh <laughs> you know, staring at the phone ring but i guess everyone has to start somewhere and um it's kind of it's great that that came from a, a place of uh inspiration um you know because a lot of times uh, people are maybe, maybe like working on different uh different software platforms or something like that and then they come across hubspot but it seems like uh adam you're energized by being at the inbound conference and for those people listening who've never heard of that it's kind of before COVID, it was a really big kind of conference that was run in uh boston every year where hubspot would announce its latest products or its latest uh, product updates that'd be great speakers uh from you know all across the spectrum not just tech uh, people i mean this year oprah is coming so we're all looking forward to that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so that that was, you know, 2017. Um, on your website, it mentions that you guys have done over 100 projects already, which is really incredible uh, pace, especially, like you said, you're kind of starting from scratch a few, just a few years ago. Um, how did you get kind of guys get the business going um, for the first few deals? Was it through inbound? Was it through uh, reaching out to people that you'd worked with before? How do you actually get that off the ground and get away from the, uh, the, the just staring at the phone on the first day? Well, Emma, let me shall I have a go at that one because uh, um, we were very lucky with the support that we've had from HubSpot, first of all. So your man, Brian Sexton, um, Shauna, people like that who helped us get off the ground. And Brian used to say, you know, you've got two founders. One of you needs to be focused internally and one of you needs to be focused externally doing sales. And we're like, yeah, yeah, Brian, that sounds brilliant. And then you get a client and then you're like, oh, we've got to do the work so we can't do any sales. And we, you know, we went round and round in that kind of cycle for quite a long time. And I think when we worked out how to win new business and deliver it without impacting the sales process, I think then we started to get a lot of momentum. Okay. Um, but I really, you know, I can't say, you know, how important it's being the support that we've had from HubSpot. And right the way through to this day, you know, the people like Dan Tyre who would give us pep talks when we were kind of wondering what we were doing. Um, and now, you know, Eamon, who's our cam, who's incredibly supportive. And and I think, you know, we're, we're, we're on a trajectory now that, um, like, we, <laughs> we, we can't stop. Like, the thing is rolling fast now. It's got a lot of um, momentum. And, um, yeah, we, we, we've kind of understood what we need to do to generate um, leads and convert them. It's great to hear that, you know, you guys have felt the, the support from, from HubSpot because I know we work really hard at HubSpot to try to make, you know, everyone's experience with us uh, really positive. And, you know, it's, our, it's, it's in our interest to make sure that our partners are growing their business as well. The more they grow, the more we grow, you know. So I think that's a, that's a really nice thing to hear. And I think that you're completely correct. I mean, I've worked with partners before and if they get a, a few big projects in, it does kind of uh, force them to kind of reassess their priorities on some on uh, on some parts of the business and kind of organize a little bit. Because, you know, if you're a, a two person company or a, a 15 person company and there's you're kind of swamped with work and it's all hands to the pump, um, you know, you can be out of the, the sales, uh, the sales pitch for you know, a couple of months. And you know, everyone knows if 
everyone knows it's uh works in sales is that you got to keep the top of funnel as thick as possible if you turn off that tap you'll feel it a few months later you know there's no way around that so it's got i'm great to, uh, it's great to hear that you guys are really um kind of focused on the sales element and the delivery element which is great um and so the what, what i really like about the website as well guys just as a kind of a comment or a, a praise for you guys i really like the way that you've put the video uh, content in there as well um you know these days I don't really want to read too much. I just want the information beamed into my eyeballs like it's uh, like YouTube. Uh, and I like the way you guys, even on the pricing page, have input uh, a little bit of humanism into, into into the whole process. Was that something you guys have done, uh, have, have thought carefully about, about uh, kind of the, the video marketing end of things? Definitely, yes. Um, I mean, everybody you see on our website, whether it be video or image, they're people that work at Boom. Um, we truly believe people buy people. We're, you know, our, our product is people, really, um, along with HubSpot. So um, it was, we definitely wanted people to see the humans behind the telephone or the computer, if that makes sense. Yeah, it absolutely does. And you guys are, it really is a people business. If we want to, if you're going to be hired by somebody to deliver on a project, I want to see what's going on behind the scenes, you know? And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Do you think, I think that's probably up until recently, that's pretty rare. Uh, it was rare anyway, to see what's happening in a company. If you're a customer, you know, um, especially, you know, in a, in a very open way. So I like the, I like that trend that's happening. Um, but like for all of the people out there who are listening, um, who are maybe coming across you guys for the first time, um, what do you think are the products you guys do really well? What's the if you get a project across your desk, you're like, this is BBBD do BBD <laughs> boom, uh, all over it. What what do you guys get excited about from a project point of view? I mean, I'm going to say well, everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and that that sometimes we struggle with that, right? Because we are building, as Emma said, a full service HubSpot agency that can deal with um, clients wherever they are on their HubSpot journey, right? So whether they are thinking about HubSpot, whether they need to be onboarded, and we're doing, you know, dozens and dozens of onboardings every month through to people who want to optimize what they've got, and then there's the people who want to scale up. But I would say if, I, if, if you pinned us down on the types of projects, I think the more technical and the more complex are the ones we love. So we're trying to build a team of in-house team. We're growing our own, by the way, which is something that we're really, really proud of. Um, we're growing our own expertise internally. Um, and a client we're working on at the moment sums it up really where you know they've come to us and they want to, uh, to use their words, automate their sales process. They want to have as few people and as few human interactions in the sales process. So we're rebuilding their sales process using Sales Hub Enterprise. Um, they want to drive more qualified leads from around the world, okay? And we're using Marketing Hub Enterprise for that. They need to integrate it into SAP because that's where their product catalog a lot. So there's a huge integration. They want to build um, a pricing calculator for their sales reps to use, but also for have customers and prospects to log into and get their own quotes. So we're using CMS Enterprise and the membership features um, and so on and so forth. And it's like this sort of multifaceted um, project that use all the hubs that we just love. I love that as well. I, when I started in HubSpot, it was only marketing hub. Like we had a sales hub, uh, or sorry, sales hub starter or uh, sidekick, I think it was called back then. I can't even remember what it was called, but it was definitely the, the marketing hub 
you know kind of a one-trick pony at that time um it was a great trick like we were very uh you know uh very competent in delivering great uh, marketing automation but um now like i love hearing stuff like that where they're bringing in the sap stuff you guys are building calculators for the sales team um it's it getting more towards that seamless experience for the the end user um which i just I, they're the types of projects i really like as well and when i was in partner management we would do these uh you know rfps or whatever and i used to get really excited when hubspot is getting to a point where you can get really creative now with uh the types of solution it doesn't maybe not just one way of doing something um you know so i think uh i think those types of projects will become a more uh common which is great um and also one of the things i really loved about the website is the uh is the the case study uh the how to build a one million pound revenue machine um which i love the title that's going to sell tickets uh for sure um and i just i know you guys i know you guys are in the uk but in when you grow up in ireland um you always see like british pounds as uh a way heavier money I don't know. I, I, the Irish people listen will uh, will understand what I mean. But a million pounds is, a, is still a lot of money, even in these uh, in these days. So, um, what was the story behind uh, behind that particular kind of case study? Um, so basically, we took on a client. I'm going to say it was 2018. So we hadn't been going very long. Um, they we started working with them doing pretty much marketing campaigns was where we started out. Um, and they'd previously used another agency who literally just didn't get them any leads at all. Um, so we, we, we did a, a huge amount of strategy at the start to try and plan out what these campaigns could be, um, who the different audience types were, the personas, etc. And that momentum just grew and grew and grew. Um, they're a global business, so we were doing the campaigns all around the world, um, and they literally ended up with a million pounds worth of leads in a year, which was exceeded anybody's expectations, if I'm honest. Um, it was an, an incredible journey. And she, what's amazing as well is they started off just having um, marketing I'm going to say pro, they've upgraded to enterprise, they've got sales now, they've literally, they've gone CMS enterprise, they've just continued their HubSpot journey. That's so, cool. yeah. Like, what an impact that can make. Out of it. I know, I don't know what the size of the company is, but whatever, like I mentioned before, whatever type of company it is, if, if there's a million pound kind of return there that you guys are providing, that's got to make you guys feel good as well, doing that type of work and seeing the outcome because, you know, nothing's guaranteed in, uh, in marketing, usually, you know, it's 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 notoriously hard to manage or monitor every aspect of it, right? There's, you know, it, okay, maybe in an e-com business, you can say, okay, this ad made this amount of money, but B two B, it is a little bit diff- a little bit more difficult to um, uh, to track that. So when you see that type of success, it must feel really good as well, you know. Oh, without a doubt, and she, the cl- the client has become our biggest advocate. She's in. You know, she sings our praises all the time, which is lovely. Absolutely, and you can't, you can't, you can't buy that type of exposure. Just to add to it, you know, just to add to that as well. I think you know that was the that was the client that uh, proved to us, as well as obviously the client, that this stuff works. You know, it's all very well talking about the technology of HubSpot and talking about this and that, but we actually made it work. And funnily enough, it was 
prior to where you guys have brought out the attribution models and we were building our own attribution models to show it, you know, cobbling it together with custom fields and calculated properties. But to be able to walk away and have that as a case study, I mean, we know when we're having conversations with other clients, we, we start with ROI conversations now. We're like, you know, how much does it cost? How much do you want to spend to get a customer? Yeah. And then we get into conversations of, uh, you know, what's the lifetime value of a customer? And we, we, we begin the conversation and then work back about what's the program that is right for them based on that. What a powerful thing to be able to do for any business. I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of different businesses in my career being in sales. I've spoken to thousands of companies and the, the, the kind of cost of acquisition of a, a customer is always central uh, in B2B um, um, and kind of the lifetime value of the customer, how, how those kind of pair up because you can spend unlimited, uh, if you had an unlimited budget, you could pay a lot to get customers, but um, if you can't measure the ROI, you know, it's, it's not going to be something that's going to be sustainable. So I think that's a great, uh, a great thing to be able to do. And like you said, with the HubSpot up, updates around, uh, around the, the campaign tools, you'll be able to kind of do that attribution, um, which is which is fabulous. Um, so, guys, what's the story with the with the business in the long term? Are you guys going to be um, looking to uh, I don't know in five years time sell up and, and be drinking mai tais on the beach, or what's the what's <laughs> what's the plan for the, the business? Well, I mean, Emma and I laugh about this because obviously, when you set up a business from zero. Um, you spend quite a lot of the time wondering if it's ever going to work, and you've got. You, it's very hard to visualise where you're going to go. Um, and I think we're at the point now where you know, we, as I mentioned, we've got this momentum. HubSpot, as everyone knows, is just going absolutely nuts in terms of its growth. And I suppose we just, you know, that gives us a lot of confidence, right? That this is not stopping. That, that this has got you know many many years of growth ahead of us. So we've we've. You know, in the same way that we would with our clients, we've adopted a you know much more aggressive growth mindset now. We're we're trying to plan ahead in terms of hires that we need six months in advance. You know, we're really trying to build out a business that is you know bigger than it is, much bigger than it is now. Um, and obviously, Emma, we'd like to get to elite, wouldn't we? Definitely, we're not too far away now. In fact, we would have made it if they hadn't changed the criteria. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. So as we grow, it's like that. You know, internally, everyone's, uh, you know, everyone's targets go up every year, and you know, we're all trying to push on. But uh, the uh, the elite. The elite, the elite badge is going to be something that's will be in your future, I think, for sure. But I think the as long as you guys keep uh, doing a great job for your customers, um, like Adam said, you know, there's dozens of new customers coming in. You guys have already got over a hundred projects. I mean, the the momentum will get you guys there, you know, at some stage soon, I would imagine. Um, and it's one more question that I like to kind of end on, and I got, I kind of, I gotta be honest, I stole this question from our uh, one of the leadership team in HubSpot here, uh, G two um when he's doing his interviews um and uh, say if you guys had a magic wand what would you improve what would you change about hubspot what what suggestions would you make for the future you guys are on the ground you're dealing with customers what what's the the feedback what's the gaps you know it's really hard because we just think hubspot is amazing um and i honestly can't think i mean to get together again face-to-face, -face, that's beyond HubSpot's control. I completely understand that because um, I, I think we both 
got an awful lot out of inbound and the partner days, those sort of things. Yeah. Um, but I honestly wouldn't change the product at all. That's, that's I think what, it's fantastic. That's great feedback. Um, I think from what you mentioned there, sometimes it's, a, it's kind of an interesting one as well because sometimes, I guess, get any gaps in the product uh, is where there's opportunity for partners as well a little bit. Generally, you guys are building something kind of um, bespoke for an SAP uh, customer as well. Um, so if HubSpot had everything, you know, there'd be no opportunity there to, to kind of build that customized uh, solution. So I think in, in kind of a weird way, it's a, you know, there has to be, I think because of the the nature of B2B business, I don't think you'll ever have a product that just fits every single situation. There's going to have to be a lot of, you know, um, fitting a puzzle piece into a, a different type of puzzle. But um, it is good, like you said, that HubSpot gives you a good base um, to kind of start from and a base to uh, have a, a central point of truth for the business, which is, uh, which is key, you know? Yeah, but I think the fact, I mean, the, the just the number of product updates and, you know, it's breathtaking, really. There's been so many recently. I mean, Adam, you're really keen on custom surveys and things, aren't you? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think the reason that we're struggling to come up with how HubSpot can be improved is because you are improving every single day. And, you know, it, we kind of laugh internally about, oh, what's what's in the update this month? You know, oh, 20 new things. <laughs> um, and all really good things like, you know, obviously custom objects is a massive thing that, you know, gives us, and to your point, actually, Luke, I mean, the more customization that's possible, then the more complexity that is available in HubSpot. And therefore, I think the reliance on partners increases. So I think it's all a positive thing. You know, just recently, the custom surveys is great. Um, and I think, you know, CMS, uh, uh, you know, enterprise uh, sales was a huge leap forward where, you know, we're, we've been taking people off Salesforce as a result of that. Um, you know, prior to that, we were ripping people out of Marketo quite easily, but it's always been a bit harder on Salesforce, but that is really starting to um, get a bit easier. And whenever we're in a head-to-head, you can hear the Salesforce guys panicking. Yeah. <laughs> They're dropping prices left, right, and center, which I think says it all. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it, uh, Salesforce has always been the kind of, you know, it's something we've been competing against for years, but whenever we get uh, wins against those guys, I mean, they're, they're the established, they're the establishment, you know? So if we can win some, some deals from those guys, and like you said, you're, you're having that experience of ripping out um, and replacing with HubSpot. I mean, that that's music to HubSpotters ears out there for sure, you know? <laughs> um, but okay, cool guys. Let's, let's leave it there for today. I really enjoyed having a chat with you. Uh, I think that the, definitely the elite status is on the way. Um, but the it's great to see a company starting only a few years ago and becoming so established so quickly like we said over 100 pro- uh, projects already delivered um you know making millions of pounds for your for your customers it's always a good place to be so thanks very much for joining us here on the dubspot partner podcast thanks for having us luke